where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. Today, we're going to go down the road of politics and talk about the recent results in Georgia and the rioting, marching, protesting, depending on which side of the ideological spectrum you're on, of the Capitol grounds on Wednesday. Some of you might be a Gregory, why are you talking about politics? Well, politics are important. We are all supposed to be informed citizens. That's what the founding fathers said. And they said the republic would only last if people were informed. And unfortunately, most Americans are low information voters. They don't know anything about American history, American civics, American politics, anything like that. They just vote based on the handouts they're given or they like or don't like the way the presidential nominee or politician speaks or the way the wife looks or the way the kids look or... We make vast generalizations, but normally it's just we vote by party identification and never really think about why we vote by party identification. So if you don't know what's been going on, we recently had a runoff in Georgia for their two Senate seats. At the time, it was 50 Republican, 48 Democrat in the the Senate. The House is controlled by the Democrats, and they lost their their larger margin, but I believe they still have a 20-seat margin in the House, 20-25 seats maybe. But in the Senate, which was a Republican-controlled Senate, the two seats in Georgia, for whatever reason, for a variety of reasons, went to uh, a runoff because you need to have 50% of the votes and neither of the the elections uh, for the two Senate seats went to that. So it went to a runoff that was on January 5th. And the pundits, which we know can be wrong many times, were throwing mixed bags as to who was going to win. Georgia's an interesting state. Look, and, and to be fair, I've not been there since I was a child. But like a lot of the United States, if you look at a map of the United States, in elections, national elections. It is a sea of red with dots of blue. And Georgia's no different. It's a sea of red that voted Republican and then dots of blue, which of course are going to be the Atlanta area. And Atlanta has a lot of the uh, Georgian population. And then probably I would think Athens, which is a university town, that county, and maybe another, maybe the one that Augusta's in. But it's the same thing here. Either way, for the Democrats to control the Senate, they had to win both seats in Georgia because... Kamala Harris is the VP and is the tiebreaker for the Senate vote. And it seems, as of Thursday, that they somehow won both. Now, whether or not there was voter impropriety, voter malfeasance, who knows? Just like with the national presidential election, all I care about as a good, honorable Christian man is I just want the true results. No doubt every election, probably in humankind, has had voter fraud. 
But in this case, was it enough to affect the election? That's all I want to know. If it was enough to affect the election in these various states where Trump should be president, then he should be president. If it wasn't enough where it didn't affect a certain battleground states and Biden should be president, then Biden should be president. Simple as that. But in Georgia, it looks like the Senate is going to go Democrat. Now, this has a lot of consequences because now the Democrats will control the presidency and both houses of Congress. This doesn't happen too often in American history. And the rumors were always that if they were going to control everything, they would try to pack the courts. So in other words, right now we have nine Supreme Court justices, which are predominantly conservative because Trump got to nominate nominate four of them under his one term. But they had talked about packing the courts. Now, when Biden was asked in the debates whether he packed the court, he always just kind of deferred dither. But now they can pack the courts because they control Congress. So in theory, they could do what FDR, their godfather, you know, their, their god in, in the Democratic Party, who by all means was not a good president if you're a conservative, tried it in the 30s and failed. There was such a backlash. And now, uh, probably not because we're just so dumbed down and stupid. So they could try to pack the, the justice, bring in five more. And of course, they're all going to be Democrats. What else? Minimum wage, national minimum wage. Big mistake. Let the states decide because $15 could be a, a certain amount or have a certain efficacy in, let's say, Mississippi than it, it would in, in Alaska, where I used to live, where there's definitely uh, everything is more expensive. No, it's a federalist issue also. Just let the states decide. Like with everything, like with abortion, gay marriage, everything. Let the states decide. Federalism. So they'll probably do that. Uh, what else? They could pack the, the Senate by allowing Puerto Rico to come in as a state because clearly that would be a Democratic thing. So we might have that. Maybe some murmurings of D.C., even though they would have to go against the Constitution to do that. So Biden right now has been being has been very moderate. And I've mentioned this, I believe, in the episode we did, Why All MGTOW Men Should Be Libertarian. I don't remember which episode it was. But in the last two months since the election, he's been the the, the you know, unifier, so to speak. And he, he has been choosing cabinet members that are known to be moderate. He's been eschewing the more radical left of AOC and, and, and to a certain extent, his VP. But uh, these, these radical leftists like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie and AOC and, and Chucky Schumer and all these guys. And they've been a little angry. But look, he could have been doing that. So it wouldn't affect the Georgia Senate race. Because if you started packing everybody with radical leftists, all the positions with radical leftists, the Georgia race could have gone to the Republican choices for Senate, and then the Republicans would have held on to the Senate. Because the Democrats needed both Georgia Senate seats to go to them, because it was 50-48. Even if one of them went Republican, the Republicans would still hold the Senate. So maybe he was just maintaining this, this moderate road because he didn't want to alienate voters in Georgia. Now that it looks like, and both of those Senate elections were very close, very close. Now that it looks like they won those seats and will control the Senate and the House, who knows? We'll see what we'll see what good old Grandpa Joe does. Because maybe now he's like, screw it. Now I'm going to show my true leftist cards and uh, start pushing for the more leftist thing, the New Green Deal, and all these things are going to rack our economy. Who knows? I pray that he will maintain his moderate road and realize country needs 
healing. And uh, we're more likely to get it if he just plays a, a good, you know, a, a, a good winner, a good sport of a winner, instead of trying to shove the radical F's platform. But we, we shall see. We'll do an episode in, in a month or two. Now, let's talk about the Capitol. So, the Capitol marching, the Capitol right, so it, it, now again, we only know what the news outlets want us to know. And then everything else that you see online is spurious and can't be substantiated. But for what we know is that it started as a, as a, as a, as a march because uh, they, the people, and Trump kind of was pushing this, didn't want Pence, Vice President Pence, to certify, certify the Electoral College election. And then somehow it turned into a rioting of the Capitol grounds and a murder of a woman and storming of the grounds and so forth. Now, somebody who is a lover of esoteric history, as soon as I saw this, I thought, A, this is a classic Marxist move, and B, this is likely, and look, I, of course, I don't know because I'm way over here in Texas, likely false flag attack. Oh, my God, you're like Alex should. No, look. We've had false flag attacks all through United States history, all through history. Notable false flag. Now, so if you don't know, a false flag attack is essentially when a ship would put on uh, the flag of somebody else to make the other party think that that country had attacked them, but really was elements of their own party. So one of the most famous false flag attacks is the 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 Nazis destroying the Reichstag or the, their essentially their capital building in uh, the 30s. They wanted the the Nazis wanted to foment hatred toward the 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 Jews and toward the more uh, communist agents in in the government at the time. So they said, "See, they they actually storm in." They said, "See, see, it was the Jews and the left and the you know blah 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 to get the people to agitate against those parties to to eliminate them as a political threat." Where else? Uh, United States and England. Uh, back when we were a good, our gold CIA was infiltrating governments and trying to topple them. Think of uh, Salvador Allende in Chile in 1970, Mossadegh in Iran. So in, in Iran, U.S. and England, uh, we did false flag attacks to get Mossadegh taken out so we can put in the Shah. Where else we have false flag attacks? I mean, arguably one of the most famous false flag attacks that, of course, we'll probably never know is going to be 9-11. I mean, the, the most prevailing theory was that elements of our government or elements of the globalists or elements of something were the ones that, that made it look like it was, what was it, 12, 12 terrorists who've never flown a plane aside from like little small planes and, and then their passports fell to the ground after 9-11. We just happened to know they were, you know, just all this just kind of spurious uh, proof that it was them, but. That was a false flag attack. Um, a lot of the rioting last year, false flag attack. So look, is it feasible that these people who marched were true MAGA Trump supporters who were mad and they wanted Pence and they want they saw that the election was was rigged and taken and they wanted to stop it? Yes, of course. Of course it could have been that. Absolutely. Could it have been a false flag attack? Meaning members of Antifa or the radical left, dressed up as Trump supporters, Trump flags, Trump caps, and then pretended to be Trump supporters and said all the right things. You know, we got to keep Trump in, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you listen, to, if you watch some of the videos, it's pretty alarming. Maybe they were just acting. It's acting. 
Maybe they were doing that to foment more divisiveness in America because that is the cultural Marxist ploy, guys. The Marxists like to create and put enmity between every party. Just like just like God said, we put enmity between the snake and Eve. They put enmity between the classes. I mean, this is classic Marxist, but they also put enmity between the sexes. This is why we have MGTOW. They put enmity. They put enmity between socioeconomic levels. They put enmity between religious groups. This is what they do. This is what they do. You do this to foment hate because when you foment hate and people get scared, people make stupid mistakes, stupid decisions. Let's go back to, to Weimar Republic in Germany, right? Why People are like, why would people... First, first of all, a lot of people don't even know Hitler was elected as chancellor. They're like, oh my God, why? in retrospect, why would people allow Hitler to be elected? How could... Say for Mussolini, they're elected. Well, because, you know, if you look at the history of Germany in the 1920s after World War One, it was a tumultuous time. Financially, it was a bad time. The Weimar Republic had hyperinflation. They were dealing with attacks from the, the, the left and the right. And so... When you're in a period of uh, tenuousness where you're worried about your job, you're worried about your family, you're worried about your your values and your morals, you're surrounded by enemies, the media is whipping, whipping you up into frenzy, it's much easier to believe when somebody comes and says, I will give you jobs, I will give you bread, I'll control the, the, the inflation, I will do this, I will bring pride back into fill-in-the-blank country. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's the kind of the, 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 the world that you can get into very easily where you elect people that are not necessarily good for us. So I don't know. We'll find out. But look, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'll, I'll be open-minded and say it could be Trump supporters. It could be Antifa pretending to be Trump supporters. You got to think, who? this is perfect. Like, who benefits the most from this, right? Quo bono, there's that old term, who benefits. Always look at who benefits. Who benefits the most with there being a rioting and mobbing of the Capitol two weeks before Biden becomes president? Is it the Republicans? No. I mean, if this were truly Trump supporters, it mars Trump's legacy and it makes the Republican Party look like poor losers, poor sports. Now, you might feel that there were legitimate reasons to protest because you feel like the election was rigged and you know fraudulent. That's neither here nor there. If you look at the optics, and the optics are reinforced by academia, which is run by the radical left, by the press, which is run by the radical left, social media, which is run by the radical left. It doesn't matter where the truth lies, my friends. We say, we always tell you this about, about borderline cluster B women. doesn't matter where the truth lies. All that matters is the solipsistic viewpoint in their head, and that because that's what motivates them to do their crazy actions. So reasoning with cluster B crazies doesn't mean anything because they don't register it. They only see things through their own narrative. So who benefits? The Republicans will benefit from this. It makes the Republicans look bad, and it, it it tars Trump's legacy. Who can use this? The left, of course, right? They were trying to steal the election. They were gonna, They killed somebody, murderer in Congress. Can you imagine the headlines in the New York Times? Murdered in Congress, especially if it's a minority. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that if it's a minority? Because if it's a white male, yeah, who cares? But if it's going to be a minority, oh my God, they're going to play that up. And they haven't released the identification of the person who died, as far as I know. But who who can benefit? The left will, right? Biden's going to come in. We need to, to you know lock down these things because you know he he's already he's he's denied doing a national COVID lockdown. But again, 
what you say and the actions are different. We say that about women, right? Never judge a woman's word. Always judge her actions. So it's the same thing with politicians. But it could be like, see, just like just like Hitler. I'm not saying Biden's Hitler. But when you have some sort of tumultuous event, the, the politicians, that, there's that old saying, never let a, a crisis go to waste, can use this crisis to de- to justify something. So look at what Bush, Papa, uh, baby Bush did after 9-11, right? People were scared. So he, he got the Department of Homeland Security created. He got the Patriot Act created, which the Patriot Act is essentially where the terror is. But it was essentially, oh, you know, we need all these 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 strong executive orders and surveillance and all these things to protect us, right? But really, it was just a mechanism to get more surveillance powers on citizens. So here, Biden, if you believe he's actually creating policy and it's not from the ultra elite who just given the policy, like the Davos, the Bilderberg types, he could say, well, see, you know, uh, they tried to riot. They tried, we, we need to have stronger, you know, like, lockdowns, police, like like uh, military walkthroughs and, and uh, like, uh, stuff, posted commentators, this kind of stuff. Or, you know, we need to shut down this, shut down that, you know, we could, because how, how can you attack the most venerable, august building in American history? Who knows? But who can benefit, right? Who uses a crisis and not let it go to waste. What's well, going to be the, the 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 party that's in power? And in two weeks, it's going to be the Democrats. So if you look at Quo Bono, who benefits? Who benefits from this this marching, rioting, and this unfortunate murder? The left. Who is known to do false flag attacks? The left. Who has been known to riot and loot in twenty twenty? The left. Go to that video, or I'm sorry, go to that episode I just did. Why the right don't loot and riot? I did it like maybe a month ago. So scroll down. So again, I mean, these are just some some somewhat persuasive points that uh, we're in for a bad time in 2021. People are like, oh, 2021 can't be any worse than 2020. I don't know. <laughs> Not because of this isolated capital event, but. What could we see? National lockdowns destroy the economy. The left wants the economy destroyed because more people to be dependent on them. What else? National forced vaccination. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But again, to me, that's a libertarian value that nobody has the right to tell you what to do. So I would not be for that, clearly. What else? We could have more censorship on social media, which has already been happening. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to know. But we'll see. Just say a prayer to whatever God you believe in, and, and we'll we'll see what happens. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the episodes that we have there. And the all, all the episodes of all the podcast channels are over there, plus lots of articles on holistic health, naturopathy, and uh, politics. If you want to help us out, donate by clicking on the PayPal link found in the episode notes. Donate $5 if you can, $10. Also, I'm an Amazon affiliate. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth, click on the link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell. You'll see my two books on the right side, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Buy the books if you want. That's great. If you do, if you don't, that's fine. But then from there, search and buy whatever you want. Uh, if you want to get like a rice cooker, go through my link because then I get 2% commission of whatever it costs. If it costs $30 to get a rice cooker, let's see if I can do my my, my math here. 10% would be $3. Oh, man. 5% would be $1.52. So I get 75 cents. Either way, it's shekels, my friends. If you want help from the one on the front, if you want one-on-one help from the red pill perspective, contact me through the Clarity FM link found in the episode notes here. We can talk about weight loss or uh, red pill stuff. Lastly, please post an honest review for this channel.
It means quite a lot to me if you do this. Subscribe so the episodes come directly to you. And also go check out my two other sister channels, Holistic Health Apothecary, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which focuses mostly on female topics. I just did a recent episode on how women over 40 only have a 5% chance of getting pregnant. I kind of talk about the feminist lie, how the feminists dupe so many well-intentioned women into waiting to have kids and how these poor women can't have kids. But Gregory, I thought you were you hate women. No, of course I don't hate women. I feel bad for women. And also go to Confessions of an Obese Child, uh, especially if you deal with addictions and early childhood trauma. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.